you're here. You're ready. It's time for more Pop That Culture. Hold on to your hats. (laughs) (laughs) That's one. There's so, so, so Uh. many more to come. Joe, now with more pun action, we figured out. <laughs> so, Just in time for Christmas. Wee! It's never Joe, too early to start your holiday shopping. I want the Joe play set. <laughs> Can I get the Sarah figure, too? Now with more cats. <laughs> Have you seen that meme, by the way? The woman looking at a pregnancy test, and then they show the reverse angle, and it says cat lady on it. <laughs> I uh. mean, like, at the moment, I've... I have really only ever had one cat at a time, mm. but I would still consider myself a cat lady. One cat at a time. Wasn't that the Valerie Bird? One cat Bird? at a time. Yeah. One cat oh. at a time. Yes. Oh, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe I should go on one of those darn dating shows, Joe. Maybe. What should happen here? I'm just waiting for a new dating show to come out just called Tinder Live or something like that. Where you just watch people swipe yeah, you, you just, watch people a, go on their dates. It's just a bunch of people swiping. <laughs> it's like a half Oh, he's going to swipe right up. No, yeah, wow, no. swipe left on that one. Interesting. <laughs> Some I, ominous unexpected. voiceover, like a drone in the background. Bill is in the room, and he just swiped left. <gasps> they can do, like, real action, slow motion. Yeah. <sighs> oh, that's not a match. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Janice has a bad data plan. Looks like she's out. <laughs> Uh, yes, but the classic dating show mm. that just seems to never end. Mm. Honestly, there is no end in sight. I don't know when they're going to cancel this show. Mm. It may never happen. Right. And that is The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Mm. Um, and they didn't really think about it, but it makes sense that they're, that the show is international in that yes. different countries would have their own versions. Yeah. Like The Bachelor in Ar- Antarctica. Yes. It's like, it's a whole bunch of researchers. <laughs> They're all in their parkas. Exactly. Hey, would What's you like to come parka? watch a glacier break off of the continent? Ooh. I mean, hot tub action there would be really interesting. <laughs> yeah. But there is a season of The Bachelor Vietnam. Mm. Which has Faux now- show. Oh, I got to give you a bell for that. <laughs> wow. Impressive. Um, so that season is going on now, and an episode has gone viral. Who expected mm. that worldwide people would be enjoying an episode of The Bachelor of Vietnam? Um, they say in the American version with Chris Harrison always, this is going to be the most dramatic rose ceremony of ever. And it never is, and I don't care, and I'm so fed up with it. However... This rose ceremony for The Bachelor of Vietnam, very dramatic. There, uh, there will be subtitles running across <laughs> this video that we're going to show you. Unless but, you can speak Vietnamese, right. then just ignore them. Right. But essentially, uh, this woman stands up there and tells The Bachelor she's not choosing him because there's somebody else she would like to choose. Hey, là để tìm tình yêu cho mình mà em đã tìm được tình yêu đó cho mình nó không phải là anh đó là một người khác
đi về với em Dạ No, I can't. No, no, that would be in bad taste. Oh, oh have, you met, have you met our show? Seriously, that's never stopped you before. Welcome to Everyday. What if there's another twist to the twist? She's a lady boy. Well, you know what? I mean, that kind of went through my head, but um, hmm. there was a twist to the twist, which was this woman walked over to the other lady on the show and hmm. said, "You know, I've fallen in love with you. Basically, will you go home with me?" I have to say. I could tell how this was going to go down because mm. the the short-haired lady that she was in love with yeah. was patting her like she was just not into it at all. It right. was kind of like, ugh, I don't yeah. really want to touch you. I well, mean, I know wait. you're buried in my boobs right but now, if, but ugh. if she had a crew cut, would it have, you know, <laughs> no, no, been no. better? So she didn't seem like really that into it. However, she then, after what we just watched, walked into the center because she'd already been given a rose by The mm. Bachelor and um, told him, I'm so sorry. You made me feel so special. This was great, but I think I'm gonna, you know, follow this lady. Mm. And he said, "Are you sure? I believe you will regret this." I'll and take both of you. <laughs> yeah, let's see if we can work this whole thing. Yes. Polyamory? No. Yes. Mm. No. And uh, so she leaves, walks out with the other lady. They go have a little chit chat. I'm assuming on camera. And then the short-haired lady was like, you know what? I do regret my decision, and I am gonna go back and try and date the guy. And I'm sorry, lady. After this Ooh. whole shebang. There's going to be no shebang, and you're going home without me, and oh. I'm staying here. So. See, I was hoping for a spinoff called The Butcheler. This should happen. Yeah. What has Logo TV been doing this whole time? I don't know. Honestly. I really think that they that's Show. an unexplored realm, and I think it would be huge. It's another $100 million Joe Santos idea. You know who could host it? Anderson Cooper. Yes. Yeah, I think it would. No, I'm dead serious. He would be a fantastic yeah. bachelor, but he's already taken, so yeah. I know, but he would be a good host. He would be? A, yeah. yeah, he would. That would be, I love it. Mm. Let's write it down. David, you're making it happen. Go buy the domain, butcheler.com. <laughs> butcheler.com. Butcheler.org. <laughs> uh, we spoke when the news more sort of broke that mm. Ariana Grande was engaged to Pete Davidson from SNL. Mm-hmm. And I think there were rumblings at the time of people being real jerks about it. Like, of course. <laughs> I don't understand. Huh? With the who? The who? And then came the whole thing that he has BDE. Right. The, the whole big dick energy thing. Um, but he just did an interview with Howard Stern where he talked about how it's, it's worse than you think as far as the public reaction. He's like, this engagement to Ariana Grande is the weirdest but best thing that's ever happened in my life. However... Um, he's had to scrub and like get rid of, uh, pretty much shut down all of his social media at this mm. point, um, because he's getting death threats from people right. who say that he's not hot enough to be with her. Uh, an example mm. of which is, I would like to um, shoot you in your ugly face uh, and you know blow it to pieces because your ugly face doesn't deserve her angelic face. Um, first of all. The people that are making the threats, I'm guessing they have nothing better to do because they're they're losers. So, number one, don't screw with people with money. I mean, let's just <laughs> get it more out there. They have resources than you do. Right. They know people. Legitimately. You're, you're some insecure dude who took a break from Fortnite and, uh, and said, look, I'm going to threaten somebody over the internet. 
Uh, no, don't do that. And yes, he has BDE, which means if both of you were at a party, he would probably go home with many more people than you, right? His swagger, bigger uh -huh. than your swagger. I, I just think it's funny how people always underestimate the swag factor. I have friends that are like, well, I don't get it with that guy. Well, because he has a personality, you fool. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love it. Yes. No, no. I Listen, I would take... Uh, all death threats seriously of course mm -hmm. but it seems to be just sort of like the knee-jerk reaction right to a million different stories that then mm -hmm. you know somebody lays out a death threat that I don't think anyone really has any intent to follow through well on. of course however you can't take a chance so you no. have to take everything seriously but it's just who are these people who you're not you're not some tough guy. You're not going right. to do anything. You're a keyboard gangster. You're not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Get over yourself. Well, you know what? Just because you know how to fire a weapon or stab somebody in a video game does not mean that you're a real tough guy. Yeah. Okay? Let's just get that out there. Just ridiculous. Is there a hotness disparity? Yes. Is it something that you need to get your panties in a bunch about? No. I will, I'll actually debate you on the hotness disparity, and here's why. I would imagine that if you were amongst the people who associated with these two at the same time, mm -hmm. you could probably see it. Hey, well, haven't you ever had a couple oh, of friends? Oh, yeah, no, I'm not where, saying. I mean, listen, you know, they, when we've seen any of the, the, the tweets that they've shared sort of back and forth with each other, they seem to have some sort of similar senses of humor right. and um, similar interests in things like Harry Potter and whatever. So they, yeah, probably, title. they probably like the same nerd culture and they have mm -hmm. very similar senses of humor. So, yeah, I get it. Right. Yeah, I, I, uh, I say more power to them as a couple. Yeah, and you don't have to spend time with them, so it's not going to ruin your day. I don't know who right. you. Ariana Grande wasn't going to date you. Yeah. I don't know why you're getting all upset. Yeah, and you can still spank it to them. <laughs> I mean, or geez. just her. Yeah, I, I or mean, you can like you know print your face, cut out, and then like paste it on a yeah. little thing, put it up on your wall, and pretend yeah. like you're Pete Davidson. Nobody's broken too. into your spank bank and ripped off the vault. <laughs> Come on, man. All that gold is still in there. Yeah, you can imagine whatever you want. It's not like Ocean's Eleven, like swapped the cameras <laughs> out and walked out with your loot. People, <laughs> I swear. Now. In this interview, aside from talking about how people want to kill him because he's not uh, pretty enough for Ariana Grande, he also talked about that Chevy Chase business mm. where Chevy Chase came out and was just like the height of grumpy old man yeah. talking about Saturday Night Live and how almost everyone who's ever been um, you know, famous or popular on that show sucked or wasn't good enough right. or whatever. Um, and then also made a very racist seeming remark about Eddie Murphy mm -hmm. and then you know in the past when he was working on community with Donald Glover he had said racist things about right. Donald Glover and his talent and so um, because Pete Davidson is from SNL Howard was asking him about the Chevy Chase stuff and uh, he did not mince words he said he's an effing douchebag <laughs> F Chevy Chase he is just a genuinely bad racist person and I don't like him he's a putz what has he done since 83 nothing he had, <laughs> he had a big career and then uh. it stopped because everybody realized he's a jerk off he should know more than anybody it's disrespectful to Lorne Michaels too to a guy who gave you a career no matter how big you get you can't forget what that guy did for you now technically uh, community was later than 83 right. so, yes but point taken but I mean but he was not I mean that show 
would have been perfectly good without him. Community, yeah. And Chevy Chase, why can't you take a look at your brothers in arms, Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, see how they've aged and how they get along with people and kind of follow their lead? Yeah. You know? Oh, somebody who I don't think has really aged that well either. It's it's not a somebody, it's a some show. Mm. Dear God, 14 seasons. I cannot believe it. 14 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Make it That's, stop again. Yeah. Just One the, more and the show can get a driver's permit. Like if Big Bang Theory rides <laughs> in the car with it, it can drive places, My right? My God, I mean... So Ellen Pompeo, and then I think uh, got the guy who plays Alex on the show. There's only two original characters on the show. I haven't basically. seen an episode of the no, show I, in at least like first ten two seasons. seasons. First two seasons, yeah. everybody was obsessed, especially the first season where you're like, oh, Patrick Dempsey, McDreamy, whatever. Mm. And then it was either one or two where they brought on the other guy who was like, oh, Doctor McSteamy, or what, and it was you know. A big Wait, part so of there it. was a McDreamy and a McSteamy? Correct. Because was there they, a McCreamy, the veterinarian that works on the cows? <laughs> Hmm. Uh, that's the spinoff show. Oh, okay. Actually. Yeah, that wasn't actually on Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> but um, yeah. So it was a it was a big deal the first few years for everybody, and then uh, they had the controversy with T.R. Knight and the other guy saying terrible things to him because he's mm. gay, and then Katherine Heigl was a bitch and terrible to work with, and it was just it's been a mess for a very oh, long well, time. Then why is it so? Well, just you know, put it up, bring it to a farm. Just take it. Yeah, let it run free. Just. Uh, old yeller that ass because yeah. the show's been on or, for or a spin off a show about a proctologist and oh. he can be Dr. McReamy. Reamy. Mm. Think about it. I no no I I got it. <laughs> I just it's hard for me to oh. say it. But it's with a glove though. He, it's true. So your hands don't uh, actually. Yeah. Uh, but Ellen Pompeo wants everyone to know that there is an end in sight. Now, uh, this upcoming season, which I think starts um, next week, is the 15th season. Mm -hmm. And then she said she thinks she's only signed through the next season after mm -hmm. that, that this whole thing should wrap up technically and be done by 2020. Here's what I think they should do. I think what happens is the last shot of the show is Patrick Dempsey wakes up in a hospital bed. Yeah. Having fallen asleep while General Hospital was on. <laughs> And dreamt the whole thing. Yes! That's what I thought. Oh, my God. What's funny is that uh, Shonda Rhimes, who is responsible for this, and many, many other shows like Scandal, mm. um, has become so successful and branched out into so many other projects. She was like, I, even I can't believe the Grey's Anatomy is right. still on. She, yeah, Shonda. She, she kind of handed over the reins yeah, to To Busta. Else. Yes. Because, I mean, what's Busta doing? Yeah, the rhymes need to be busy. Like the whole Leanne, rhymes family, yeah. yeah. Like the Waynes. Like they yeah. all exactly. know, need a job. So um, <laughs> so she kind of has been putting her brain power towards other things and let a different showrunner take over. And she said she's written a final episode for the show uh -oh. like six times because she keeps thinking it's ending and then it doesn't end. And she's like, are you effing serious? Because she promised she would write the very last script. Mm. And she's like, I keep thinking it's done and it's not. And she's like, so if Ellen Pompeo is right, then thank God I will finally get to put this baby to mm. bed because it just keeps coming back. Also coming back and back and back for a long time, longer than I think anybody ever realized it would, was James Lipton's Inside the Actors Studio. Yeah. 
this one. This guy has been hosting since 1994. It's, I cannot believe he's had this run. What? And you know what? And good for him, yeah. right? Good for him making a cottage industry out of this vehicle. Right. Well, so um, it's it's for it's basically for a class. It's for an MFA program, mm -hmm. and the students like have to go and sit in the audience. Yeah. But what they get to see is really famous actors, like he's had Meryl Streep and Al Pacino mm -hmm. and all these people, on um, being interviewed and talking about their craft and their life. Yes. And he's the guy. If if you haven't seen, is sort of famous with the big stack of blue note cards because he's been you know prepping for this mm. for a month at a time for each interview. Um, so this show used to be on Bravo, and now it's moving to a different cable channel I've never heard of called Ovation. Um, and James Lipton is finally stepping down from the show. No one else can do this show, though. Well, here's the deal. Much like when we thought Alex Trebek was going to step down from <laughs> Jeopardy, and I thought, oh, Will Ferrell can fill in. Yeah. With James Lipton stepping down here, they said they're going to bring in like rotating celebrities uh, to be the no. host. Nope. You can just have Will Ferrell. Have Will Ferrell have do Will it. Will Ferrell fill in for this. Yeah. In 1995, you do a film, a film which some call a chick flick, <laughs> meaning a movie primarily intended for the opposite gender of myself. <laughs> The film, of course, Boys on the Side. And on that film, you worked with the Whoopi Goldberg. What was that like? Magical. Uh, Whoopi was so funny. Uh, sometimes on the set she would say, no child. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Conclude our evening with the questionnaire invented by the great Bernard Pivot of Apostrophe and Bouin de Couture. Ah, oh, ow, I hurt my wrist. <laughs> See, Will Ferrell could totally do yeah, it. Yeah, do that Saturday Night Live. You know, I mean, I think that would be a great new trend is whenever somebody steps down, mm -hmm. a person just basically impersonates them yes. to do the show. Because it's what we're used to. Yeah, David, you blew my mind. I knew he was old as hell, but I didn't realize James Lipton. 92? Yeah. That's crazy. He's looking pretty good for 92, though. Yeah. yeah. He's maybe, still sharp as a tack. Yeah, maybe he just needs to get some track pants and go home and just <laughs> chill, right? Exactly. Don't we all? Now, when we get back on Pop That Culture, there's big doings in the airline industry, and it might mean that we might actually have more comfortable flights. Oh, my goodness. Like all of us. Bunny slippers for everyone. It's actually possible. Yes. Maybe. Next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys. It's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special. Nine holes of golf 
and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. You can always hang out with us and our weirdness at NRM.com. You can try the NRM app, and you can also go to our Facebook page at Pop That Culture Detroit. Oh, which I have to share something uh, based on a topic we did yesterday. We were talking about the new Chucky movies yeah. yesterday, and what I promised Sarah, which I'm promising you, is to share the, and it's available in its oh, entirety, that's right. that's the movie right. about the African doll that comes to life <laughs> and attacks people. The original Chucky! Yes! And this one, you know what? That's the it's one where, like, it was coming up through the suitcase. Yeah. Right? And then, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like... <laughs> It's, 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 it, I, I liked it better than Child's Play, frankly. Yes. It's honestly. And, you know, honestly, a little bit more creepy. You know why? Because he's little. Yeah, and Chucky talks too damn much. Yeah, he's Mr. Mm. One-Liner. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's becoming the waka-waka kind of, What's you know. wrong with lots of one-liners? Well, you're not trying to be scary. You're trying what to. What if I just, am? You're just being you. <laughs> right. You're just being Joe. Mm. Good news, Maybe. We're flying for everybody. So mm. in the middle of the night, over the weekend, Congress was trying to pass this, or put this bill out that needs to pass by September 30th. Yeah. It's 1,200 pages long. So Yeah, he was sitting there on the steps of the Capitol singing. I'm just a bird. And then they invited him in. And I hope and pray <laughs> that they will, but today I'm still just a bill. You, wow. <laughs> you, wow. I think that's the show, Dave. Okay, let's Flip wrap. The table. We're we'll out. Turn off the lights. <laughs> so, if this goes through, we got a lot of stuff in there because it's 1,200 pages. However, mm. uh, one of the things that they're trying to get through is that there wouldn't be any more Dr. Dow incidents. That's a person who is basically physically dragged across right. the floor. Well, he's saying, I'm a doctor. Right. I have patients. I bought a ticket. Yes. I'm a person. He got bumped, I think, for part of the flight crew or something, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, uh, like, it was for people that had to, like, fly somewhere for work. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Some, whatever. Uh, he was physically removed from the plane in a very rough manner and they're right. promising that things like that won't happen if this goes through the big one that everyone is freaking out about is minimum leg room and seat width right because over the years it's gone bing, 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 and mm -hmm. then leg room 
I'll, I'll make it easy. Just make every passenger plane just like either a Southwest plane or a JetBlue plane. Okay. Because the seats are wider and the rows are farther apart. Oh. It's simple. Really. Interesting. Easy. Done. Boom. Just buy them all from Southwest. Yes. All good. Also, probably because of the headlining news that was horrible with the mm -hmm. dog dying in the overhead compartment. This, yeah. They had no dogs in overhead bins. Mm. You crazy people. Um, again, they're still going to not allow you to do mobile phone calls mid-flight. Right. I thought we were headed that way where you'd be okay with it, but now then with this, they're still saying, nah, you're not going to be mm. able to make calls on your phone in the flight. No e-cigarettes. Um, that they would have required refunds, which is nice, so maybe right. you wouldn't have to fight so hard to get money back on things that you don't get. Right. Um, and then pregnant women first. I like that. That's a nice one. They're going to try and clamp down on sexual misconduct. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let's, let's pause here. <laughs> oh, are you here sad because you can't get your feel on while you're on the plane? Now, what is misconduct? Now, I'm not condoning anybody, like, if you're next to a very attractive person, that you just reach over and grope them because you're squashed in next to them. Mm -hmm. But is the Mile High Club over? Uh, Yeah, probably. You know, for all the ways that... are technically not supposed to be able to do it. So no. whether this goes through or not, that's gonna, yeah. not well, going to stop people. You know, see, both you and I find bathroom sex disgusting. Disgusting. Right. I mean, why do you want the smell? In general, but that yeah. tiny, small, confined... Yeah. I mean, germy. Yeah. Can't even I, shower. Yeah. Um, but don't you think that the airlines nickel and diming people that they do yes. for services and bags and stuff like that, if the jet's big enough, why not have a conjugal suite? So you're saying have the tiny bathrooms, but then maybe open a larger bathroom. No. For just no. sex. No. There's there's coach, the exit row, business class, first, and aw yeah. So just kind of like put up some some curtains or more like soundproofed. No. Like so like that... like riding a train. Okay. Like you have your own cabin. This is actually really popular in the Middle East airlines. They actually have like giant like suites inside the plane. Oh, yeah. Like beds and stuff like that. I don't so know why I'm going to handle this here. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. Well, see? Because no one could afford the, Well, I mean, obviously, if we're fighting for leg room, we're not going to be able to have a crap ton of planes. Where I'll, take, I'll take whatever I can get at this point. Right. <laughs> you know what? But ironically enough, there is one airline... Um, that has a, an American presence that's fairly large okay. that can pull this off. And I'm calling on you, Richard Branson, and your oh, Virgin Airlines. No more Virgin Airlines. Yes. I mean, like, I'm guessing you're talking about the Emirates planes, oh, where yeah. if you want to spread out and sleep, you can... You can, you can, you can yeah. It can be a chair, it can be a bed. Oh, I think yeah. they can be pajamas, too. I mean, it's like a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is that in this bill, like, that the fact that they actually even had to put this in a bill is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That they are going to form a complaints department. What the hell has been going on this whole... Who's been handling the complaints? Yeah. Hey, it's like <laughs> the janitor. Hey, I Bill, we need some... We need the complaints team. <laughs> oh, who draw the short straw this morning? No, I mean, I know, um, each, I know each airline has their own individual one. This would be for, like, the FAA in general to have mm. the complaints department. But still, again... Who has been handling the complaints exactly. this whole time? So, no wonder the airlines have been getting away yeah. with murder and this whole thing Well, the, the airlines were the original inventors of artificial intelligence. Little do we know. Listen really closely. But what do you mean? Like between each of the you know sentences <laughs> as the computer tries to figure out what you just said. But here, number 16, spaceports. Spaceports. 
What does it mean? What does um, it all mean? I don't know. It, it requires the FAA to set up an office of spaceports. That's um, if, if we have the, the space force that President Trump yeah. wants, then you need a spaceport, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, uh, um, several people, uh, Elon Musk, uh, mm -hmm. Richard Branson amongst them, would like to open off space travel to paying passengers. Well, right. And so this is probably a way for the government to get their mm -hmm. grubby paws onto this operation. Of course. Now, I would imagine, we just talked about them needing to form a complaint department. I would imagine there'd be a lot of complaints about this if it wasn't handled properly. Mm -hmm. This story grosses me out yeah. so much. It was actually difficult to find a photo for this story that didn't show any of the spit coming out of this yeah. dude's mouth. Gross. Yeah, no. Gross. At Comerica Park, this past weekend, I think mm -hmm. it was, is when it happened, there was an employee that told another employee, um, I don't know what he was disgruntled about, that he was going to spit in the pizza that he was making. Yeah! yeah. No, I hope yeah. the ghost of Mike Illich himself <laughs> haunts you for the rest of your damn life. And... You know, this guy and then that kid, remember the kid that worked at Burger King? Yes. That took pictures of him yes. stepping in the, the lettuce for the, sound, the yep. sandwiches and the lettuce. No, this is people's food. I you know. know what? If it weren't for our stupid, cruel, and unusual punishment laws, I would say put him in jail and assure him that his food will randomly be spat, shat, and peed in. Yeah, period. Well, Done. So he, he was fired, obviously, um, but he also has been um, arrested. So they don't have um, all of the charges, but food tampering. And I mean, there's a myriad of things that they can go after him for. But so he tells another employee, thinking the other employee, I guess, would think it was funny. I don't know. But the other employee was like, oh, let me film you. Filmed him, but wanted to show the footage to the bosses as evidence of what this guy was doing. But then that guy... The guy with the video ends up being sent home that day as well. They said it was for some sort of like uniform violation or whatever. And he's like, I was trying to tell you about the spitter. What's going on? Yeah, you can't punish the whistleblower. Right. I mean, he's, he was trying to get evidence. Yeah. You know, because then it becomes a thing of hearsay. Or let's peel back the cheese on our hot and ready oh. and see if there's a goober in it. Well, so he shared the video, I think, on social media, which is how then the people at Comerica Park then found out about it and were able to shut down this uh, booth or whatever and throw away all the food and just make sure, you know, we don't know what's been contaminated and what hasn't. Mm. So they shut it down and chucked a bunch of stuff. But so, I mean, that's a lot of money that this employee, I'm assuming, or now former employee is going to have to pay for because a lot of destroyed food because you felt like you needed to spit in it right Ugh. dude you no this seriously <laughs> makes me so angry because you know i mean you know one of my plans for this summer is i wanted to bring my kid to comerica park and would he have eaten a piece of pizza probably yeah it's a favorite thing for people to have that i don't horrible now there are some exciting things, non-spitting things happening in Yay, Detroit. No Yay! No spit! It's no a No spitting. Spit Tuesday! <laughs> hey! Right before Mandatory Metallica, <laughs> No Spit Tuesday! <laughs> so we found out um, a little bit more about the Michigan Central Station. First of mm. all, Ford paid $90 million. million what did you appraise for? You know, that's a good question. I wouldn't have thought you would need $90 million, but I don't know if that was just like the land and the building I'm is what guessing makes, it was both. brings it to $90 yeah. million. Because they're doing like a whole thing where it's going to be like a Corktown 
autonomous car sites uh, you know, where they're building and engineering, and then they'll have probably shops and restaurants. Water has some like back tax problems too. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Back tax problems. Back tax. Back tax. Is that would you get taxed for filming a DC Universe movie in the building? <laughs> But the other thing that I heard too, aside from us finding out finally how much Ford paid for this, is that they are planning to do a, it's either gonna be for one day or for one weekend. And just the bottom floor, they're going to be have it be a haunted house. I love it. So, it, because I didn't get to go when they were giving tours Here. of the place. I don't like haunted houses though. I don't either. But I think a lot of people are excited because they just want to get in the building. Yeah, but you know what? I just, you know, what are you going to do for a haunted house to really make it, you know, set apart from something else? Oh, I know. How they about don't actually have to decorate it or do anything because it's it's been yeah, abandoned. Yeah, but you're going to have so to have long. the people that are into scaring people. I, I, I want to get chased by zombie Coleman A. Young. I don't know nothing about Kruger Ans. I want to eat your brain. <laughs> you know, I, I think that uh, wow. there's there's something else to this, and I think what's going to happen is uh, in about six months um, they're going to plunk a for sale sign in front of it. They're going to stage it. Chris and Joanna Gaines are going to come out. They're uh, they're going to flip. And they're just going to flip the train station. I'm sorry. I'm still we paid ninety million for it. We're going to sell it for two hundred. It'll be great. I'm still stuck on zombie Coleman A. Young. That's the most amazing thing I think well, you've ever done on this show. Well, thank you. But hopefully, Joe can top himself when we get back because the height of stupidity in this next story. It has to do with what you should and should not put in your freezer. A lot of people have made this mistake. Maybe your freezer looks like this right now, and we will tell you what not to do <laughs> next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store and the greater becomes your appetite. 
with another prescription for your health. I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Oh, that looks. Well, then game on. Oh, yeah. Mm. Joe. Yes, sir. Have you ever been told that a good place to hide uh, some of your assets was in the freezer? No. Literally freeze your assets because no. robbers won't find it in there. I had a college roommate um, that got in trouble with credit cards and froze his credit cards in a block of ice in so the freezer so it. they couldn't use them. Mm-hmm. But no, no cash. Yeah. No moss. This is a, a thing. And then apparently it's become so well known now that experts are saying, no, they will look in your freezer. That is a place that people go to <laughs> right. see if that's where you keep stuff because the advice has been given for so long. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so there was a, a woman in Denver who bought a new refrigerator freezer from, um, from Costco. Yes. And she took all of her savings, all of it and put it in a, just spread it out like that. Like she had yeah. no food in the refrigerator. Mm, <laughs> she was like, yeah. mm, mm, these tens mm. are really chewy. Um, she put all of her savings, $35,000 <clears> in a Ziploc baggie, but like had wrapped the money up with paper towels, had it in a Ziploc baggie, put it in the freezer. So then she decided that the doors weren't really working. There was yes. something weird on the door mm -hmm. of the refrigerator. And so she called Costco and she said, listen, I, I got a defective one. This one's not that cool. Um, what do we do here? And they said, no biggie. We have a, a like subcontracted company that'll come out. They'll remove the refrigerator you just bought from us that you didn't like. They'll take it. They'll deliver the new one. They'll take away the old one. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Mm. You know, Bob's your uncle, yay. So they come to do it, but she felt like she wasn't given that much advanced warning. And so she and her daughter were like really quickly emptying everything out, blah, 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 blah. They go away, new one comes in, and she said, oh, I don't think we took the money out. And she asked her daughter, like, did you take the baggie with the money? And her daughter said, no, I thought you took the money with the baggie in it. And they were like, oh, crud. So they called Costco, and Costco's like, money, what money? I don't <laughs> what, what do you mean? And then they got in touch with, eventually, the, the company that was subcontracted to come and do this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And that company was like, money, what money? I don't understand. It was totally empty. I think you're lying to us, and you're just trying to get us to give you $35,000. There was nothing of the kind in right. there. Totally robbed. And so far, she has not been able to get any sort of justice because I guess she doesn't have proof. Well, when you know people are coming for the fridge, right. you empty it out. I mean... They did, but they. Mm. she says that each thought the other was in charge of taking the bag that had all the or money in it. Or perhaps Wouldn't the bag. Wouldn't that be the first thing? Yes. Like, oh, wait, no, I've got to save these snow peas. What else didn't I grab? Oh, right. that's right, my $35,000 in savings. Crap, we've got to grill all these steaks now. <laughs> I, no, I mean, this frustrates me to no end on many, many levels. It's yeah. kind of like, well, you guys should have had the bead on the money, right. number one. Yes. Number two... You should have had the beat on the money. <laughs> There's really, ah! it's all the same rule for Joe. Or, or yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe they were robbed beforehand. Who knows? I mean, Costco does have a point. We don't know where there yeah, was money. I don't know. It's, a, it's a messy situation all the way around. So we'll see if there is ever a, a happy ending to Maybe they'll get story. a free Costco pizza out of it. 
good stuff. <laughs> or the hot dogs there. Yeah. Are, I know you like the But those are only $1.50 with, well, with that's a free true. pop. Yeah. Um, just samples for life. That's what Costco could Yes. <laughs> free, mm. I know they're already free, but free samples for you, lady, for life. Now, people may or may not get a chance to sample the streaming service that Apple is hoping to create, although they're, uh, they're hitting a few snags here and there. So you've got your Hulu, you've got your Netflix, and you have all kinds of content there that can be, depending, um, there could be you know graphic sex or violence yeah. and a lot of swearing and you know mm -hmm. a lot of shows are sort of no holds barred because we're right. streaming we could do what we want yeah i mean won't. heaven forbid you have to watch a joe pesci movie right <laughs> so apple is starting to try and gather shows and apparently ceo tim cook has a vision for this apple streaming service to not be like the rest and to have it be more family friendly so they had actually made a deal with dr dre to have a show that's about his life. It's called Vital Signs. So then they had the old sick. Yeah, because he's a doctor. Don't forget, Dre went to seven years of hip-hop medical school yeah. to get his doctorate. I mean, the residency felt mm. like it took forever, but yes. he is a full-fledged doctor. Yeah. So then, you know, Tim Cook sat down to uh, take a, a little peep at the show that was about to air on their Apple streaming service, and he was like, oh my, there are a lot of characters doing lines of coke. Um, there's an extended orgy scene mm. in a mansion. There are people yeah. drawing guns. He's like, we cannot air the show. This is not going to happen. You inked a deal with the founder of Death Row About Records. his life. Did you not see the movie? Did you not see the NWA movie? I'm assuming no on that. Because that would have been a good place to start, right? That's a clue. This is just how far Tim Cook and Apple's finger is off the pulse as of right now. Like right. They're just so far away from it, they should just stop. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they could have asked Siri, should we do this series? And then Siri would go, dum, dum, like, yes, no. I'll order a pizza right now. I, you know, come on. Come just on, because you like Paul Giamatti in Sideways doesn't mean that he was the same Paul Giamatti that played the manager in the N.W.A. movie, which would have been a good starting off point to see what a Dr. Dre show would have been like. It's very simple. Have you ever seen the video for Today Was a Good Day? He didn't have to have use you. AK. Have you ever seen the video for Gin and Juice? Probably not. Have you ever seen the video for Dre Day? I don't think he did. Have you ever seen the video for anything of Dr. Dre's or his friends? Not Tim Oh Cook. my God! <laughs> wow, Joe is... Ah. Woo. Yeah. Until, to a lesser degree, Tim Cook ah. also had problems with a couple of other shows that they were looking at. So Shyamalan Ding Dong had a show in there um, that was about this couple that lost a young child. And Tim Cook took a gander at that one. He's like, oh yeah, that family has some crucifixes in their house. And he's like, we don't want to venture into religious subjects or politics. Oh, so for the love of. You could scrub that out of that M. Night Shyamalan. Tim Cook, you know fantastic. what? You should have stopped with iTunes. You're, okay, iTunes podcast, be done with that. You know what? How about you focus some of your resources on maybe having Siri know what my kid's name is without me having to be <laughs> Adding him to my contact list because adding my seven year old to my contact list is a little stupid. Yeah. 
Ah. And then finally, um, they were going to do a reboot of Amazing Stories. Do you remember that show? Yes. And they fired the showrunners because their original vision was a little too dark for Tim Cook. So three strikes, you're out, Tim Cook. Like, you, there is yeah. not going to be a show that's clean enough for you unless you start running just, like, straight Paw Patrol yeah. and Mr. Rogers or no, something. No, absolutely. I don't know what oh, want. yeah, but no, no, no. Mr. Rogers also was all about diversity. There's a little bit of politics in there. Should you stay away from that, too? Oh, True. That's yeah. true. I did because I saw the uh, documentary. It's a very big deal that the officer who was black on Mr. Rogers, he had him come over and they both uh, had their feet in a kiddie pool together. Yeah. And that was Mr. Rogers being like, oh my goodness. Solidarity. I'm with you. Oh, geez. And you know what? I, uh, I hate to remind you this, Tim Cook, but an apple was part of the original sin. So if you want to start back wow. there, right? Wow. Just saying. He said he didn't want to have religion or politics right. in there, but you just took it back to yep. something biblical. Damn. Yep. You, I went all the way back to the Garden of Eden, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. Other controversy hmm. was, so um, we've shown the picture for Wreck-It Ralph 2. Mm -hmm. They're having all of the Disney princesses represented in Wreck-It Ralph 2, which is a big deal. Well, even and, even Shuri from Black Panther? She's a Disney oh, princess. Oh, she is a Disney, but she's not animated. I'm sorry. Let me qualify okay. that by saying uh, animated princesses. Okay. And they have oh. all of the, if they're still living, all the people who originally did the voices for those princesses, they also brought them back for that. Hmm. But, so they had Tiana from The Princess and the Frog, and in the teaser trailer, she looked more like she originally did in the movie. And then when uh, like the newest trailer came out for Wreck-It Ralph 2, and they showed her on the, the right-hand side there, people yeah. were like, would... Uh... Yeah, why is Mariah Carey in this movie? <laughs> Jesus. She does look like Mariah Carey. She's standing with the booty pants on, looking over her shoulder. Whoa, what happened? Yeah, no, people on Twitter were like, wait, how did... Princess Tiana suddenly become biracial. They were very, yeah. they didn't understand. Uh -huh. And they felt like her features had been anglophiled and they, they just, they're like, what? no, 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 Disney, no. Take it back to how it was because the original character mm -hmm. actually looks like the actress who voiced and sang for her in The Princess and the Frog. Yeah. And Disney, listen, they're like, listen, our bad, sorry. We kind of, they sort of, they made all of the faces almost look all the same, like the faces from the movie Frozen. Oh. Like every princess face was relatively oh, similar. Oh, so they pressed Control-C for copy, and then they Control-V'd it for pasting. Yeah. And then they did what? Dave, what, a color replace in Photoshop? Like hue and saturations. Is yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, maybe a little transformation here and there <laughs> to make a couple faces longer, and boom, Bob's your uncle. Yeah. So they realize that they screwed up, and they have fixed it, and she will look the way she's supposed to look I, from the movie. You know, they say that, and I've brought this up on the show before, that, you know, if you really take a step back and look at Disney's formula yeah. for their animated movies, there's, there's a couple things. The hero and the heroine always look very Anglo. And then the, and then no matter what the story is, mm -hmm. the bad guy is always painted to be darker um, and usually has some type of accent. And then there's usually an animal or somebody dumb that is made to sound like another minority. Oh, Disney. Mm, oh, Disney. Disney. Google it. Oh. If you don't believe me, Google it. Well, we do have a bad guy in this next story, and this is uh, one of those paparazzi types. Mm. Just hunting, hunting down. I know George Clooney tried to 
sort of be an activist about this and say, yes, we're famous and we signed up for part of this. Mm -hmm. But the paparazzi people have just taken it to like a whole yeah, other no. level. They need to stop. Where, I mean, they are gaining access in ways that it just is very illegal and feels like they're hunting us. And it's just beyond. Right. So the most recent person who's gone through this is Hillary Duff. She has a show on TV Land, and I guess that's enough for the paparazzi mm -hmm. to need pictures of her. Oh my gosh, a TV Land star. Quick! Quick! Get her picture! So she is nine months pregnant, and I guess on this day was struggling with the flu as well, but she went to her son's soccer game and her sister's house and did errands, and this guy following, following, following parked in her sister's driveway and just would not stop. So here is a video that Hillary shot of her trying to ask him to leave her alone. Months pregnant, and I have the flu, and I've asked you once to leave me alone. Can you please stop taking my picture? You're like hunting me down. It doesn't matter. I'm just asking you to please leave me alone for the day. Okay, you've, you've like hunted me. It's, it's. I know, but I feel very uncomfortable. Please, please leave a pregnant woman alone. I lost my whole morning, and then you get all no photos. It's not my fault. Please leave me alone. It's the weekend, sir. Please. But being polite with them right. also doesn't work. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go on record and say it. Paparazzi are scumbags. They are. They're absolute scumbags. In general. Yeah. And I'm, here's what I'm not surprised about. You know, a lot of these celebrities do have bodyguards, and even the paparazzi have found ways to uh, circumcise. Circumvent? <laughs> circumvent. You stay away from me or you're going to be circumcised. <laughs> But I already am old. Tip no. Gone. Oh. See you later. Yes. <laughs> it's a bris. <laughs> <laughs> Impromptu bris. Uh, why uh, is there a rabbi for a bodyguard? <laughs> I don't get it. So, um, no. no uh, it's, what? It's, what's the, the? Who does the uh, the bris? A moil, right? A moil, yes. Moyle, yeah. Yes. Moil of Ole. No, but yeah, they they they. It's it's. It's at a level that's just out of right. control. I'm surprised that, and I'm not calling for people to start shooting paparazzi, but with all these invasions of private property and personal space, I'm surprised nobody has screwed up and actually shot somebody right in the lens. All right. Okay. When we get back, have we have to go to this, this story when we get back that I really, really, really enjoy that, uh, <laughs> that has to do with weddings and kiss and your mm. very special opportunity that you didn't realize you wanted but you do next on pop that culture want to stay informed entertained and enlightened get connected and stay connected today to new radio media the new radio media app is now available for download in the apple and google play store just search for nrm streams for unlimited access to archived live new exciting and unique content Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. It's an entertainment channel on new radio media dot com.
What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. that was more willing to slap their face or their likeness on any kind of merchandise. And that, thank them for doing it. I mean, it. it is KISS. They they will put the KISS likeness on anything. Do I think know, they even have their own line of coffins, and I'm not joking they do. about that. Yeah. I would, I would love to, you know, it's kind of like one of my man cave things. I've always wanted a KISS pinball, pinball machine. Yeah, so that's um, cool, but yeah. they, they put their stop on too much stuff. When basically. I was a kid, I wanted the four kiss dolls so badly. <laughs> I wanted to be able to be good enough to carve my jack-o'-lanterns to look like each member of Kiss. Well, here's the deal. You're already married. However, they will do vow renewals as well. They mm. have opened up this Love It Loud, a rock and roll wedding chapel in Las Vegas. So, it is $6,000. However, this is what it comes with. Uh, kiss, kisses Ace Freely, will be either your best man or give away the bride and walk her down the aisle. You can have a use of the Kiss Wedding Chapel for the ceremony. Mm, to uh, conjure. Yes. You get the photographer. <laughs> the wedding is going to be live streamed via Facebook on Ace's Facebook at the Kiss Wedding Chapel so your friends mm. and family can watch you get right. married in Vegas. Um, you can have a photo session with his guitar. And then you get all kinds of, you know, stuff like the shot glasses and T-shirts yeah. and temporary tattoos. Exit through the gift shop. Know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the one caveat to this is that he's only doing it this whole package deal for the weekend of October 26th and 28th. So if you and your wife feel like you would like to do a vow renewal, and you can have Ace either be your best man or walk your lady friend down the aisle, this could still happen, Joe. I would totally do it. I'm dead, I'm dead serious. I think my wife would slap me in the face. $6,000? Well, you get the ceremony, the venue, yep. the merch, the best man, the officiant. That's not a bad deal. The photography. Yes. Yeah, I know. And ha imagine the hashtags. Oh, Imagine God. the hashtags. I can only imagine. That but is... I, I would want him in costume and makeup, though. I don't want... You know what, they I didn't don't... specify that. That's actually a good question. Yeah. But really, if you're going to do it, that's the only way you should have him. Right. Is if he's in full... Yeah, that's, that's my Ace Frehley. Okay. That's the way it has to be. Yes. Now, this next thing also sounds very cool, but it's not going to have the thing that you really want, which is the actors from the show mm. there to guide you around. But once they get done um, 
with the filming, I think they have wrapped up the filming, and then the airing of the final season mm -hmm. of Game of Thrones. Some of the sets around Ireland are going to become permanent tourist attractions. Of course. So you can then go and walk around and see Winterfell and other different places and, you know, take, again, imagine the hashtags and the pictures right. you can take of yourself on the set of Game of Thrones. It would be yeah. amazing. It's going to be a huge economic boom. You know, entertainment tourism is huge. And if yeah. you talk to the people in Georgia where they shoot The Walking Dead, all of the locales where they shoot The Walking Dead have experienced economic bumps because of people coming to check right. it out. Well, that's already happened in Ireland and then in the other, I think, Croatia they shoot, and there are a couple of other countries, mm. Spain. And so when people find out where they have been, yeah, there's already, but then now that they're making these big permanent tourist attractions, Ireland's mm. like, it's gonna be making money out the wazoo. Yeah, it's like the set of MASH, which they leave, like that sign from MASH, like if you go to the, uh, the mountains in California where they shot, mm -hmm. where, that stood in for Korea, um, you can see, like, they've left Jeeps and stuff there. Really? There's like, yeah. And they have, like, you know, little plaques and stuff. So you can go. For um, Lord of the Rings in New Zealand, I'd heard that they left, like, the Shire as a tourist attraction. Mm. And they might have actually built a hotel so you can actually stay there and sleep in the Very Shire. Cool. Which would be sweet. You can visit the Ford World headquarters again. <laughs> <laughs> Now, a very special treat that you get to have every day of the week, mm. whenever you want to, is two hours of Craig Folly. Two hours. There's so much going on in the world. It's just like a never-ending story that Craig has to tell you, mm -hmm. but he does it in the best possible way next, and we will see you tomorrow on Pop That Culture. I've got Canada in my pocket, a little bit of history, a penny and a nickel and a quarter and a dime mean lots to you and me. It's more than...